Welcome to Ladies United We Stand podcast after Manchester United 2, West Bromwich Albion 0. We've got John Ashton, Aaron Buckley, Ant Shaw and myself Steve Armstrong. We're going to have a chat about the game. Um, but before we do that, I just wanted to ask the lads, because I sat there stewing over this all evening and getting wound up by it, when Van Gaal said yesterday in his press conference, um, what was it he said? Um, Don't boo the players, boo me. Which wound me up some at Chronic for obvious reasons, which I'll come to, but I'm sure one of these might bring that up, so... He's either a fantastic wind-up or he's so enwrapped in his own Louis van Gaal bubble that he's just completely clueless. I personally think it's the latter. But um, you, you just had to laugh, didn't you, when, yeah. you, when you heard it? Otherwise, well, I, I tried that and then got are you screaming, angry. Well, you're screaming at the TV, yeah. but then you think to yourself, and then you just have to kind of laugh at the bloke. Ant said something a couple of weeks back. He just said it's, better, it's just better if you don't take any notes of him and don't <laughs> listen to him anymore. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I... Did, did yesterday um, slag whoever I want off so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't need him to tell yeah. me who I can can't yeah. <laughs> you, you need to tell me the story about uh, you at the petrol pump by the way oh right I will do that yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, where it was pretty clear that you were slagging someone off yeah I mean I, I've stopped listening to the man to be honest with you um, I think like Dulce said he's uh, He's just too stubborn, isn't he? He's that far up his own ass. <laughs> yeah. He don't really have a clue what's going on outside of that, you know, two square feet. Yep. I think he's a tit. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway if, if you're listening, Lewis, and I'm sure you are, um, we were actually blaming and moaning at you, not the players, so at least we got that one straight. Um, thoughts on today? We, we talked on the pod the other night about we were, get, we were about to embark on this run of eight really winnable games that were going to be pretty definitive in terms of where we were going to kick on to and end up, I think. So um, it was obviously, you know, we, we had a chat the other night and I think we were ranging from getting 17 points. Some of us were incredibly confident and in saying we'll get 24. You know, we, we certainly all expect to get around the 20-point mark out of these eight games. So anyway, one, one of them's down. Um, seven to go and obviously one's down with three points in the bag so overall thoughts on today uh, you, you don't really want to moan too much when you've won kept another clean sheet but there was just a feeling that it was all a bit depressingly familiar wasn't it you know you kind of knew before the game what was going to happen you're going to turn up you're going to have 528% possession <laughs> and zero shots and that's pretty much what happened in the first half they stepped up a little bit in the second half Lingard again um, probably been our best player again probably the third or fourth match in a row uh, at least you know he's, he's prepared to have a goal set some risks cracking goal and, and then the, the one thing you think with United is we, we tend to get everything asked about face though as well because we keep the ball brilliantly when we when we you know when it's nil nil and you want a bit of penetration then suddenly we go one nil up and we can't pass for shit but um, yeah three points three easy points West Brom with piss poor um, you, you take it it's just a regulation win I suppose um, we're running the risk on this of uh, repeating ourselves of things don't start to change pretty soon. I mean, watching United attack today, it kind of reminded me of those situations you're in. You know where you've got a semi <laughs> and you try and have a shag and you do two thirds of it right and you just can't quite bite at the end, can you? You can't quite get it there. And that's what it reminded me of watching United attack today because, you know, you get to that final third, there's no movement, there's no, there's no runs, there's no pace. And I mean, West Brom, they were just happy to sit behind the ball, weren't they? Um, I'm sure we'll come on to that in, in a bit, but you know, my mate says to me, he says, uh, I, I think West Brom will just sit here all day and they might even get a nil-nil. Garth Crooks there, thanks a lot. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I, I didn't enjoy the match at all. And There's a surprise. No. Do you even like football? <laughs> he fucking he didn't enjoy he didn't enjoy Barcelona in '99. It, it was an hard match to watch that though, wasn't yeah, it? it was I mean, I think I think this obsession with matter on the right wing. I think that's going to cost us this year. Because it's going to cost him as well because he, yeah. you know, he's, we're so he's, slow, aren't we? And he just—it's not even Matter's fault. I keep taking it out on him, but he gets the ball. He just keeps turning back, passing inside, and then because we've got no midfielders that pass forward quick either, we're just—we're just so predictable, aren't we? And easy to defend against, and that—that's the problem at the moment. And weeks ago, I was blaming Wayne Rooney for it, but I sort of realised that I've been a bit wrong on that, and I actually think that. Him, him and Matter in the same final third is far too slow for United at the moment. I think it's far too slow depending on where they are and also what's going on behind that. I actually think the pace of that side is coming from the lack of pace that between them, Carrick and Schweinsteiger have. And I think that's just slowing the entire thing down. Yeah, I agree completely. I still, Schweinsteiger's one of, them, one of them players where you, you don't realise... I, I still not worked out whether he's doing the team good or whether he's doing, him, doing the team any harm. Um, I don't think there's a need for playing Schweinsteiger and Carrick at home to a side like say. Um, why, why not play Herrera in that deeper role today and, and, and play with one defensive midfielder? Um, it's all well and good. Okay, if you if you go to a top team and you, and you need somebody in there to to protect and to make them interceptions, but when you've got all the ball um, and two and two players like Carrick and Schweinsteiger are very similar, I think they kind of there's not really a need for them both in there. Well, no, I, I'd agree with you there as well. Um, I mean, last year. Bayern Munich, they, they'd have had a lot of the ball, wouldn't they? But I mean, he, he had a lot of quicker players around him, didn't he? So he gets the ball, he finds his man. But I mean, I don't, I'm not 100% sure whether he's fully fit or not, me, because he, he looks like he's blowing out of his ass from where I'm sitting. Yeah. I saw Darren Fletcher today busting for pace twice. Do you know, you I, know. I forgot he was there. And I also forgot Johnny Evans was there as well. Did they get good receptions? I wasn't in the ground when they the game didn't read the teams out when they were on the pitch. I don't think anyone else knew they were there. No, 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 because of the silence. They didn't read the teams out when they were on the pitch today. No, oh, it was the no silence, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, for the remembrance. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. The, um, yeah I think... Um, I mean, that first half, I thought, was utterly turgid and possibly one of the worst of the season. And It was interesting for me. I thought the other night when people were kicking off and, uh, and got a bit of... I think people wanted to do that today, but hung back. Yeah, I think because he's received a little bit of a mixed reception, and rightly so for me, because I don't, I don't ever find that sort of thing productive. I think it makes your fans look a little bit slapped ass. Mm. Um, but you can kind of see where people are coming from, um, and I think, to be honest, I think had it, we scored at a good time. Really, I think they'll always give you give you sort of forty five minutes uh, grace, but then um, to score quite early in the second half, I think cut them then a bit of a slack. Yeah, I, I think in that second half, Aaron, that. You could just sense that people were starts when the attack, attack, attack songs had just started, and and people were starting to get wound up. And that goal, which pretty much did come out of nothing, absolutely just changed. I think the way that that game was going. I think you know we'll always we always turn up here every game, and you're thinking like fresh start today. Let's see if it's any different. Well, he played exactly the same starting eleven in the same shape, and it was exactly the same, wasn't it? In the first half, we were getting excited over a little quick burst of play. You know, the, the, the fans are getting up. You know, we used to have that 10, 12, 13 times. You know, people running past people. That's the most exciting it's getting at the minute. And I, I think the fans are, they were waiting in that second half just to start being sarcastic again. We're controlling every game, aren't we? And that's a really good thing. But just that final third is really turgid at the moment. It's, it's been terrible. The, it's been yeah. the same all season. I, I thought West Brom were fucking awful. Yeah. 
comfortably the worst, along with the fans combined. They've, they've, they've took the double there being probably the worst side and away fans <laughs> to come uh, to our job this season, which considering we played CSK the other day and they brought 58 fans, I think it's some going. Yeah. The, uh, I had one one more past me on the way and with a jester hat on shouting, do you come from Manchester at me now? I just thought you'd break. <laughs> but they, uh, it, they didn't say a word for eight, nearly 80 minutes and then had the, the audacity to sing. They yeah. sat down the whole game. Yeah, and they sat, what were they singing? Uh, like your, uh, your, your yeah, 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 um, something about so fans being shot, the yeah. usual stuff, but um, they were actually sat down. Shit, like I didn't even know away ends had seats in them, and they <laughs> sat down the whole game. They cheered a corner in the first half, didn't they? It went out for a corner, and they were all on the, on the feet then. Um, there's a lot of Munich going yeah. on as well. Is that right? I know, so there was a fair few of them, and I noticed the stewards going over, and that's probably the most exciting thing about the first half. Since you mentioned that, I, I, um, I remember at Ferguson's last game, um, there was a lot of that going on, and it kind of went under the radar because of everything else that was going on. But yeah, they, they are a set of balance. But yeah, worst team in the league for me, definitely. What I've seen this season, wasting time after 30 minutes is not nothing. I thought that was funny. Nothing worse half. is it? When, uh, they were wasting time, weren't they? Taking the time on corners and goal kicks, and then when they had that corner at the end of the first half, and there weren't enough time to take it, the irony were lost yeah, on yeah. Pulis, wasn't it? When they were running on the pitch chasing the ref, you know, I should have been thinking about that when it took 40 seconds to take a throw in. If an old man come running after me with trackies on and a cap like that, I'd be so fast in the opposite direction. It's the What the state of him? Absolutely, he looks like someone who's just spent a crisis loan on scratch cards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what? Um, what were your thoughts on, obviously, United at one up then? It did seem to give the ground a lift. and um, There was a couple of... I, what do you think of the substitutions? I can never get my head around any sub sub he does make. When one, one seems to work, it's usually just pure <laughs> lucky. But he, he brings players on in ridiculous places. I mean, not, I don't think anyone had even heard of the young kid he brought on at left-back. And Rojo's, I think, has been playing really well over the last few weeks as well. I mean, fair enough, you, you know, you, you've got to give a few players a rest from time to time. Phil Jones played at right back was steady, so he'll probably be in there now for the next six weeks. <laughs> um, and he was the last one. Interestingly, Rooney got Rooney got took off um, with about ten minutes ago. Again, I don't think he was brilliant today, Rooney. I don't think he's as bad as some people made out. But um, I thought Rooney, in and around the midfield area, when he was picking it up, played actually pretty well. He just seems to lack a little bit of when it's further forward. Do you know what pleased me most about Rooney today? He had a he had a shot that actually didn't go anywhere. He got blocked, but. You know, he had the confidence to, to, to try a really difficult volley from sort of one corner of the penalty area and have a, and have a go at that. That's a good sign. Yeah, I agree completely. I, I agree with that. that he, the deeper he plays, the better. He, he's one of the players who needs to be on the ball all the time. He can't be going 10, 15 minutes without a touch. He's one of the players who needs to be involved constantly. Thoughts on the subs? Because I've got 30 bodies. Yeah, I mean, I don't know whether Ashley Young and Rojo were injured, but, you know, to make two defensive substitutions... At home, I think I think he's done that before. I can't remember which game it was, but you know, it, and to bring Jones on, if, if Young isn't injured, Jones isn't a right back, is he? So again, you've got another player playing out of position, and you've just got nothing down that right hand side for me. Then, um, and I'd have brought I'd have brought Aurelio on sooner. Um, well, I'd have started with him. Well, yeah, um, but I, I hope the the ironic cheers from the the crowd were because Herrera was coming on and not because Rooney were being yeah, substituted because I think right. that's a bit a bit shy yeah. of the, well, if it was the latter. Yeah. It was half and half though, wasn't it, at that point? Because you heard a few dickheads actually cheering the substitution and then which then prompted the uh, the Rooney sort of defensive types to yeah. to give him more of a reception than he probably deserved. But um, I think he knows that 90% of the crowd are behind him. Did, did, 
I assume someone was injured for the subs because... They were bizarre substitutions yeah, in the sense. They were substitutions that you make when you're three up and the game's just dead. Yeah. I, I thought that, that left-back that come on, he looked like someone who just won a competition to play for <laughs> Manchester United. Does, he, does anyone know about him? John, you, you spend a lot of time watching reserve and non-league football. No, Borthwick Jackson, he sounds like he should be a rugby union player. <laughs> the only yeah. thing I know about him was, did you see his name on his, on his shirt? His name, it was actually like a big circle, like a big horse shirt. He's, be, he's, he's at the beginning and end, oh, started yeah. at his ass. If you got it on your shirt, I'd have to start on the shorts. <laughs> I'm going to go home and read that Manchester United reserves page on United We Stand and then pretend that I know everything that, that's in it. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I'll be honest <laughs> with you, I don't, I don't pay huge attention to what happens below the first two. Um, so I've got, I get enough, it depresses me enough watching one side of United. But yeah. um, I mean, it's great that someone from that part of the club is coming through and getting first team. Um, and you're right, he has got a, you can't, you know, it sounds like, some, sounds like an estate agent who'd sell your house for you, doesn't he? Yeah, Borthwick Jackson. Is that what it was? That doesn't really make sense at yeah. all. He's not got an issue with his dad's name, has he? No. Like the park. <laughs> Clearly not. His dad's. Um, I think the I think the Rooney I think the I think the Rooney I think the Rooney thing was um, I, I think there was an element of people who were cheering larger because people thought Van Gaal would never ever sub him so I think there was an element of that but he got he didn't get subbed for any other reason that the game was over in Van Gaal's eyes. There's there's no harm in subbing him whatsoever you know he's no he's not um, you know he's if he's not playing well enough. I mean, minutes-wise, he plays every minute of every game. So if he's not playing well or, or he looks tired, which I think he did a little bit in the second half, I think he did tire, then, yeah, drag him off. I think he's a bit naive, Van Arlen, thinking that these games are won when they're not because, again, today, for the third game on the shot, we've given away the, the best chance of the game. You know, if Ricky Lambert had been on the end of that, and not Barry Hino, yeah, Barahino, the header, yeah. yeah somehow he made a right mess off, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's one all. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you're always going to give a team a chance, and the way we're playing at the minute, we've, we've run the risk of, you know, dropping points for things do, like do that. Do you know that that's our um, in 20 games this season? That's our 12th clean sheet in 20 games, I mean, and, and we've only considered three goals at Old Trafford now. You can't knock that in terms of, you know, the start of keeping it clean, and you know, we all knew at the start of the season. I think on one of the early pods, I think it was Ant who said it, United are going to be really hard to score again. So that does bode well. But do you know what? I'll also check and chuck in, and I think that's the. I'm pretty sure that that's something like the ninth league game where we've scored nil or one. We scored two. No, sorry, but we've scored nine. We've had nine league games this year oh, or right, something right, like yeah. that where we've had we've scored either nil or one. I look at that game. I mean, a late penalty. Yeah, we, yeah. we had two on the score sheet, but you know the reality is, is you know we're not scoring enough goals. You know, and when we go up against somebody who, you know, has got the capability of putting the ball in United's net, you know, I don't have any confidence about that. Can you name a chance? I know it was a long-range goal and um, a penalty, but I can't really think of many chances. Ma Martial had a better one, didn't he, when he put it straight at the keeper what? in the first half. But other than that, I think that was our only other shot on target, was it other than the two I goals. I can name three because I watched them on rerun about 12 times on the highlights reel at half-time because there were that few <laughs> opportunities. <laughs> I've seen them all. There were Lingards, there were Matters and there was... Uh, Martial's in the first half. You, you, get, the, half the you get the feeling with the way the way he's building that. You know, he's got them foundations there, which obviously make us solid. And you keep thinking to yourself, yeah, as soon as we get right up front, as soon as we get right, but then you wonder yourself, are them foundations so sort of negative that there's no chance of ever us being yeah. um, a good attacking side? Because there's just no support for those four players up top all the time. And that, that you know, that's why I keep saying we need quicker players in the final foot, like third, because we've just got midfielders and defenders that just sit so deep and just pass between themselves. 
I, yeah, yeah I, like I said, I actually said, even our full-backs look like defensive midfielders, the way they just sideways pass all the time. Uh, I'd left the ground by the time um, the penalty was... Uh, Decided and done. I went outside to stand in the rain selling fanzines because because my boss is a cunt. Um, what uh, was it? Was it a penalty? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and it was a red card as well. But he was just about to. He, he pulled his leg back to shoot and just legs took from underneath him. So McCauley fouled Martial. Yeah. He was on Martial's right foot as well, and he was just shooting on goal. So he, he's he's starting to wander into needing a goal territory. I think. Yeah, I think he is, yeah, but like we say, he's not, he's not getting a service, is he? A few times today, he looked to try and get away from his marker, but you know, he's getting some pretty rough treatment as well, if you watch it. You know, the, these defenders are running into the back of him. He won't have been getting that away to Lons last season, will he? Anyway, it's because yeah. they know he's our biggest and, and sometimes only threat. Um, well, I mean, he had, he had one chance today. I thought he might have had a, I thought he might have swung his foot when that one came down in the second half and he said he nodded it back to Matter, who sliced it. But yeah, I'd agree, he needs to uh, I'd, I'd perhaps give him the penalty. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't argue that at all. When was the last goal? Was it CSK away? I think I can't. Remember. I think in the league. I think in the league, Southampton. It was probably Southampton. Yeah, um, which is going back what four or five games now. Yeah. I mean, he's playing reasonably well. You know what I mean? And he's certainly coming deeper than probably when you've got someone who's that skillful and that pacey. You know, you just if you get two creative players behind that who can just, you know, we've got the potential to do. I don't know, like have an Andy Cole there with someone like a Scholes behind with, with that squad and we're just not doing it but I don't think he's going to I don't think he'll want to go too many more games without scoring not worried about him in the slightest mate. I think he's brilliant like, I'm, yeah, I'm worried about back him. to goal yeah. he's just couldn't agree more he's, he can he can run in behind he can play with his back to goal he can run at players he's just a perfect all round striker yeah well, James Gocroft said um, he'd, he'd seen him in a tournament way before United under 18 tournament, and he, he said the guy's a star, so and he's, pre- he's, he's definitely proven to be that. So um, I've not seen any of the other scores. What else has happened today? Leicester won again. I know Leicester won yeah, and Barney. Yeah. So is, is he, if, uh, if he scores well, next Leicester game? Score next two games on this week will banish Dolores record, I think. Not bad, is it? Some going, isn't it? Yeah, not bad. Southampton won at Norwich. And, and to be fair, I'm just looking at this as well. Ant's not stopped going on all week about the price of Valencia, and they've won five one away at Celta Vigo. He's not stopped go. going on all week. This, well, this is the king well, you know, you know, now he's now he's now the the absolute <laughs> guru when it comes no, to sports no, betting. I, I was annoyed on the United We Stamp um, forum because I said bet on Valencia the four to one away at Celta Vigo, and some I got like a free paragraph response <laughs> from a bloke called Liam. <laughs> I say no, no, they definitely won't. <laughs> Are you going to reply to Liam <laughs> yeah. later on? I go to my bonfire for. Uh, <laughs> Are you going to a bonfire? Are you? Yeah. Um, well done on your bet, by the way. I noticed Thank your you. ass went a bit though. You yeah, did lay did, a bit yeah. of it yeah. off, didn't you? Yeah, 150 pound. I laid off here. Yeah. So he was a grumpy get on Wednesday night. Yeah. When United were uh, rattling around at nil nil. So would you make 1300? Yeah, 1300 in total for a mistake of 15 quid. Fair play. Yeah. You treated me today. Yeah. Got him, I got Aaron six You got me, me, uh, me three items for six quid, so oh, cheers, pal. Good. Yeah, good stuff. Nice, that. Um, anyway, so three points down in this run. Are we still confident that, uh, you know, this run of games is what United need to sort of really... I mean, you were saying on the last podcast, you think United will be top around the Christmas time. You're yeah, about I, I think United will definitely be top at Christmas. I, I, it would, in an ideal world, we'd start playing another winger with Lingard on the other side, but... <laughs> um, if we don't, I just think we're controlling matches too much to lose them. 
against the teams we've got coming up. Who's next game? Watford. Watford away. Yeah. Watford and Leicester away. Two big away games, really. Fucking well, Watford. That's going to be. Uh, are you on the bus for that? I am. Yeah. I've just, Ned's just dropped me the boxing tickets off as well, oh, so that's oh, about God. a three-week bender, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The uh, we've got Watford. I mean, I can't see anything other than Carnage there. We've got Watford away at New. Is it 12:45? 12:45. Yeah. So that's going to be a, bus, that's gonna be a 7am bus, which means you know there'll be people drinking from six. And not then, on the bus, of course. No, not on the bus, but, you know. Um, and then we're going to watch that game and then we'll be back in town. Just And we're going to watch, obviously, Ant Crawler's world title fight. But we'll be getting back in town probably about an hour before City and Liverpool piling out of the uh, the council house. So it's going to be an... in five that day. Yeah, they're at five. So it's going to be an interesting, interesting evening that in Manchester. So, yeah, we go to Watford next. Um, so, yeah, we've got those two away games, um, Watford. It'll be interesting to see... I mean, I haven't seen a lot of Watford this year, but they, they seem to sort of be scraping little little results here and there and holding their own. But, you know, you'd expect United to not have... I, I just hope it's not going to be a repeat of what happened at Crystal Palace now, but you'd expect United to have too much for them. Well, you, you'd hope you have. Um, if you haven't got too much for them, then you shouldn't be talking about yourselves as title. Cause, um, you know, if City were playing there today, you wouldn't be sat there going, oh, it's a tough game for City. You'd expect them to come away for the three points, so I don't think it's any different for us. Mm. This is the problem, isn't it? Like today should be a three-nil banker. Yeah, you know, Watford really. should be going away, and I think you know it's not going to be easy. No away game is easy, is it? I think Arsenal, uh, Arsenal rode the look down there, didn't they? And then scored three in about ten minutes and put the game to bed. But you know, we, we need to be going down there and, and getting at teams within the first twenty we minutes. Need, I just want us to twat somebody. You know, a good three, four-nil go. It's not going to happen playing that shape and that formation in inverted wingers is it? Watford attack quite a lot at home though so I think we'll just pick them off I think it'll be about 2-3 nil me can't handle Anshaw's optimism it's, I'm finding it's it incredibly, incredibly <laughs> uncomfortable to be honest yeah that's um, that, I think that's going to be good. one I, matter brace the thing the, I'll tell you the other thing though is, is um, we haven't, have we, we've not lost since Arsenal so how many games is that now? is that our third or fourth game without defeat in the league um, I don't know you're right but we've had a few draws didn't we in that spell but well, I can't. we went to Everton, Palace. Everton, yeah, Crystal Palace, Palace was Everton, a draw. Palace. City. City. Goal, we oh, well, Middlesbrough is obviously a league. You know, that, no, it wasn't. Last goal we conceded in the league was, was in the 12th minute yeah, at Arsenal, wasn't yeah. Is that right? Yeah, it was. So that's how, how many fucking hours of football is that? Hours. You start having to factor in extra time and penalties and things like that. Yeah. You know, as well, yeah. So. Well, I'm just. Was the penalty a convincingly taken penalty? Because I think United are the worst. Straight down the middle. Put it down the middle. Kind of chips it down the middle. Oh, as in trying to be flash. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> Fucking hate that. Imagine if he'd missed. Imagine what Shaw would be like after that if he'd <laughs> missed that. He was going to yeah, miss. So yeah, yeah. Oh, I, don't, I don't dislike him. One of our lads tried that on Sunday morning, didn't he? In a shootout in a. Semi-final of the cup and uh, put it over at bar. <laughs> I blame myself for that though because he took penalties all year and he started, when we got to a penalty shootout. I said, he, he said I don't want one, so I went off my head and then made him have one and he missed. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you know what Ant said to me before the game? Though he said, he said, he said I can just imagine Matter scoring today and that gets him another 15 games after this. <laughs> it's right though, isn't it? That's, that's the way Van Al thinks, doesn't he? Like the other night, he said, oh Rooney scored when he went up front, so we're going to carry on doing that. that. He he, this run lucky on Ant's on. He's had his big win and he had United two 0 and, and he's joking on yeah, it in yeah. the United we stand prediction league. Yeah. So yeah, he, he's pissing us off now, end with all of this. <laughs> um, man of the match for United. Um, I'm expecting a full house here for one Jesse player. Lingard. Yeah, Lingard today, yeah. Yeah, Lingard. 
I was going to go Lingard as well. So yeah, it is a full house. <laughs> so um, <good> yeah, <laughs> I, well, I'll tell you, did, Smalling made an exceptionally good tackle in the first half, right in front of me and West Ham lower. Um, but he didn't have fuck all to do for the remaining, you know, eighty minutes after that. But um, I mean, he's turning into an exceptional. Yeah, I think we need, we need to get a better song for him though. I don't like that song. It's uh, no, it's actually pissed. You know, it's like it's like singing. He's fat and he's white and his first touch is shy, isn't it? But uh, well, they sing that about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the. Um, so yeah, full house for Lingard. I, I think he's. Uh, I think he's. We said it on the podcast the other night. He's becoming very, very difficult to leave out now, isn't he? Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, I think if you stick him on the right wing, he'd be even. He'd be even better. So taking the ball out out wider the uh, defender rather than cutting in. Although today he did score from that position, but yeah, he looks like a proper Manchester United player, and I'm pleased with him. Yeah, just runs at players, and that's all I ask. It, it, to be fair, it surprised me because I did. I've watched a bit of him in the uh, the under twenty ones over the years, and um, <laughs> he's. Uh, I don't. He never, never really, really stood out. You never thought to yourself, yeah, he's, he's going to make it at United. But now, fair play to him. Like I said, he's got he's got something about him, and he, he play, goal, plays it the right way. Yeah, yeah, he has a goal. He's effort, not afraid. And he could have scored four or five goals in the last in the last few weeks with a bit more luck. You know, he's done well not to fall by the wayside like that Pogba did. Yeah. He'll turn back and be, passing, be turning back into passing to Schweinsteiger. Yeah, in six it's only games. a matter of time, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then back to De Gea. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. So full house for Lindegaard on man of the match. Uh, win at United v Watford. A win. Yeah, yeah, th- um, yeah. Two 0 United. Yeah, I'm going to go two 0 as well. Two 0 I'm going to go two 0 as well. <laughs> uh, that podcast. Should we just do the lot well, on the way home? Yeah. Or should we do? Should we do it after the fight? Imagine that. Imagine doing that. Um, our next podcast from an away game will be uh, what is that? Our ne- it is our next, next game. Day, We've not got nothing in between that. What? England. Is that what it is? Weekend, ah, right. So yeah. So um, Andy will be back with some stuff in, intermittently. I would imagine between those. But the next match day ones will be uh, Watford. Uh, then obviously the Leicester one obviously we've also got the uh, Champions League home game against PSV Eindhoven and we'll be back after that so in the meantime Aaron, John thanks a lot for coming on and cheers for listening
So that is finally for this podcast. I'm now back in my hotel room in Doha. Andy's gone off to the TV studio where he's covering the Champions League games with Marcel Desailly. Eric Abidal is also over here at the moment. I interviewed him on Friday for 442 Magazine. Wow, he's got a story. And the next podcast, as Steve said, will be after the West Brom game um, at the weekend. Until then, goodbye.